Hello, welcome to Momming on the Go. This is Rachel. This is the next part of my miscarriage story. If you didn't listen to the first one, feel free to listen to it before listening to this one, since my miscarriage story has been a journey and not just isolated events. I ended my previous podcast on miscarriages after my second miscarriage. After that second miscarriage, my doctor advised me to have three periods before trying to get pregnant again, so being an obedient patient, I listened. It took a while for my period to come back, but after three long months of waiting for my period and then having it and being reminded that I was not pregnant, we could finally start trying again. To be clear, I am not giving medical advice here. My doctor, who I respected, told me to wait to get pregnant, so I did. I had a friend who had a miscarriage the same time as me, and she was not told to wait, so she got pregnant right away and has a fun-loving six-year-old now. Just because you start trying does not mean you will get pregnant right away, and just because you are taking measures to prevent pregnancy does not mean that in some circumstances, a pregnancy will not occur. I won't go into any more detail. All of that to say, I did not get pregnant the first month we started trying. My period started on Mother's Day, the Sanctity of Life Sunday at our church. It was a really hard Sunday. If you have never had a miscarriage and you know someone who has recently, ask them about their periods. It is really hard to have a period after you have a miscarriage because it is a blaring reminder that you are not pregnant. So remember your morning friends and just send them extra love if you know they are having their period. One friend told me after the second miscarriage that she was praying I would get pregnant before my due date would have been. That meant a lot to me, and the closer I got to my due date in July, the more I thought about it. I knew that just because someone was praying for me and I was praying for me, it did not mean I would get pregnant. But the specific prayer gave me hope. In the end of June, my period was late, and I had a positive pregnancy test. I don't remember the specific day I took the test, but I know it was the end of June because the day of my due date, I was having my second sonogram of this baby and saw the little life with a beating heart. It was such a gift. Was I scared during this pregnancy? Totally. I had to take progesterone because my hormone levels were low, and being told your hormone levels are low is nerve-wracking. I was scared the whole first trimester I would lose the baby. And then at the 20-week anatomy scan, they found a potential problem with the baby and we needed to have some specialty, very detailed sonograms done. But that is another story for another time. We had daughter number two by emergency C-section at full term, and she is a fun-loving, deep-thinking kindergartner this year. Since Kezi was a C-section and I didn't want to necessarily have another C-section, we waited 18 months before trying to get pregnant again. This time, it took a little over six months to get pregnant. I actually found out I was pregnant the same week one of my sisters had a miscarriage, which is not an ideal time to find out you are pregnant. I remember telling my husband that I couldn't handle having another miscarriage. Ever pragmatic, my husband kindly told me that he would be with me if we did. When I was nine weeks pregnant, I had my first appointment with my OBGYN. Since those visits are always potentially scary, my husband came with me, and the sonogram showed that our baby had stopped growing around seven weeks and there was no heartbeat. 
I was devastated and the tears started flowing. Even though this had happened to me before and being nervous that it might happen again, I was not completely expecting it to happen. I know many people have miscarriages, but having multiple miscarriages between healthy term pregnancies is not as common. I knew my body could have a healthy pregnancy because I had two daughters, so why did I have to have another miscarriage? My doctor told me with all three miscarriages that I had done nothing wrong and that miscarriages sometimes just happen. While that was comforting, it didn't change the fact that I had lost another baby. With this miscarriage, I was in a better place with God and more healthy relationally and emotionally because of that. That did not take away the pain, but it did help me cope with it. My aunt and her family came over with ice cream that night just to be with us. A few days later, my friend came over with a meal. I had just lost the baby, and she sat with me on my front steps and just listened to me. Her physical presence and listening ear brought healing, and her meal was a blessing. My youngest sister took off work the next week to come be with me. My husband stood by me and with me and held me. I leaned on the truths I knew about God and just entered his presence, and we were quiet together. The sadness was still there, but peace was with it. One of my good friends has had a lot of miscarriages. I don't remember exactly how many, but it is close to 10. A few of her miscarriages were after her son was born, and then she got pregnant with a daughter who she carried two term, but who died a few minutes after she was born. They knew from early on in the pregnancy that this was going to happen, but they chose to give her life anyways. After this precious daughter, they had many more miscarriages. She gave me so much encouragement during this time. She taught me that life is a gift and it is not my right to have children. They are a gift from God. In her sadness, though, she kept on living. I am so thankful for her friendship. I would look at her and know that I, too, could keep living life and not let bitterness take hold of me. Now she has three wonderful, healthy boys. After this third miscarriage, my husband and I decided we would not wait to try to get pregnant. My miscarriage happened in the end of March. My due date was supposed to be in October. So I started praying for myself that I would get pregnant by my due date. Six months went by. Every month when I would get my period, I was sad. I did not get postpartum depression this time, but being reminded you are definitely not pregnant every month is just hard. Hurricane Harvey came and my husband's frequent business trips. The weeks he were gone did not line up well with the times I was supposed to be able to get pregnant. In October, I asked my husband if we could get a puppy because I needed some new life in my life. We got a puppy. The week before the date I was supposed to be due, I told my husband that it was too hard to keep trying and not be pregnant. I had wrestled probably since July, with having a smaller family, and God had given me a peace and great contentment with being a family of four. My period was supposed to start right before that due date, and it was late. I can't remember if it was the day before or the day of that due date, but I took a pregnancy test, and it was positive. I did not know what to think. I was excited I had gotten pregnant, but I was even more terrified that I would lose the baby. I told my husband again that I couldn't handle another miscarriage. 
He again told me he would be with me if we had another one. The beginning of this pregnancy was full of emotions. I had switched to a midwife this time. Yes, I was definitely on board with the VBAC, and I knew that God had led me to the midwife I chose. I had a series of hormone levels drawn, and my hormone levels were increasing, but at a slow level, so my midwife was fairly certain I was losing the baby. She is a great midwife, and I love her, so nothing against her. She ordered a sonogram for me, since her ultrasound machine was not picking up anything. She told me the sonographer wasn't allowed to tell me what she saw, but once she, my midwife, got the official report, she would call me. Again terrified, I asked my husband to come home from work and go with me to the sonogram. That sonographer was a blessing. Right away, she found the baby and showed me the heartbeat. I cried tears of relief and joy. I took progesterone for about three months with that pregnancy. Around 18 weeks, I started bleeding a lot. I was terrified again. The bleeding stopped and I was put on several restrictions for a few months. There were a few more ups and downs with this pregnancy, but it resulted in my little lad being born by VBAC a few days earlier than his due date. Because of his GERD and his trouble sleeping at nights, resulting in my sleep deprivation, I decided I was done getting pregnant. When we got married, my husband and I decided we wanted four, five, or six kids. Now I have been pregnant six times. Every other pregnancy ends in a miscarriage. I'm not sure why, but that's what has happened. Based on that pattern, my next pregnancy could end in a miscarriage. I do not like miscarriages. Even though I know I can't let that pattern define me or cause me to live in fear, the fact that it is a pattern makes me think twice about getting pregnant again. Maybe we will have another child, maybe we won't. What I know beyond a shadow of a doubt is that God is the author of life. While I do play a part in the creation of life, I am not the one who can sustain it or ultimately make it grow. Life is a gift. It is not my right to give birth to a child. I don't know why I had to have miscarriages, but I know that God has used them to make me who I am today. My miscarriages have given me scars, but I am not a victim of them. They are so hard to go through. I really do not want to have another one. But I know that God is the author of life. If I had not had those three miscarriages, the three children I have today would not be in existence. True, I would have three other children who I would love, but the three children I have are the ones that I know. I love them. They are my children. They are the children God wanted me to have, and I am so very thankful that they are the ones I have. Even when I was scared to get pregnant, I continued to walk forward, trusting God to take care of me and author life inside of me. I am beyond thankful I did. So here is my encouragement for you. If you have had a miscarriage, know that I prayed for you before I recorded this podcast, and I will pray for you after I am done. I pray for you to have hope and healing. I pray for you to have life. I pray for your heart to know you are loved. I pray for you to have a baby. I pray for you to have friends reach out to you and love you how you need to be loved. I pray for you and your spouse to be drawn together because of this. And I pray for you to know the peace of Jesus as you walk through this hard time. 
If you have not had a miscarriage, I am glad for you. Do not feel guilty after listening to this that you have never had one. Rejoice in life with me. Love the people in your life who are going through miscarriages. Thank God specifically for the lives of the children in your life. Thank God for the gift of your life, because yes, your life is a gift. Psalm 139, 13-14, and this is in the ESV. For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. Thank you for listening to Momming on the Go.